All right, let's take a look to see what's happening in the markets today. And today is Friday, September 3rd, and we are doing this in 15 minutes or less so that you know what's moving the market. And with me in the studio is my head coach, Mark Hodge. Good morning. Good morning, Marcus. Good morning. All right. So today is the big day that everybody has been waiting for the whole week. We have been waiting for the jobs report. And while waiting, I mean, the indices have been trading in a super small range. And then today, the jobs report was released. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Want to jump right and in and uh, look at this? Sure. So, All right, so let's head over into the jobs report. So this is for the, the jobs of July, August. and uh, here we go. So, Mark, what did we see this morning? Yeah, hey, Marcus, uh, just to correct you on uh, that, it's August. Oh, it's uh, August. Right. Holy cannoli. Yeah. It is already <laughs> September. Wow. It is. I know. Where is time gone? Well, Here's August over. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. Christmas all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Christmas also, jobs. when we look at the jobs report, it's red and green. So what's happening? Yeah. I mean, this was a pretty big report. Um, you know, on the plus side, we could start there. Average hourly earnings increased. So they increased uh, more than expected. That's and good. the unemployment rate dropped. So uh, it came down to 5.2%, and that was in line with expectations, but below the 5.4%. But the real meat to this report and what really has shocked a lot of people is that there were only 235,000 non-farm jobs added, and the expectations were 720,000, so about a third of what was expected. So huge, huge miss there. Yeah, I mean, previously, I mean, more than a million jobs were added. And this is why everybody said, oh, okay, we, 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 it's going good. So uh, we think not a million again, but 720,000 sounds very reasonable. And then, yeah, as you said, a third. And, and here is why this jobs report is so significant before we take a look at how the markets reacted to this, because th this report could move the goalpost for, for the start of the uh of the bond buying program of the Federal Reserve, the, the so-called tapering. Because uh, Fetcher Jerome Powell has emphasized the need for more strong jobs data before the central bank would start to, to unwind its massive bond buying program. So <laughs> with that said, let's see what the markets think about this news. So let's jump over into the futures markets. And um, let's start with the with the S&P 500 and we're switching to a five minute chart here and looking at a five minute chart, it's a little bit all over the place. Oops, <laughs> I lost you. Sorry here. It's a little bit all over the place if you look at this, right? I mean, at, at first, a little bit up because uh, I said there were some positive news and then, oh, shoot. And then, eh. <laughs> so what do we yeah. see here? I mean, this is where traders are trying to figure out what the heck to do with this data, right? Because it was the worst increase since January. And uh, you would look at the numbers and think that, okay, the Delta variant, you know, COVID is having another big impact on the economy. And uh, one thing that we saw in the jobs report is that leisure and hospitality jobs were flat in August after leading jobs for most of the year. So you know that you know, does show uh, real clear signs that 
the Delta variant in those industries has kind of slowed down growth, which could have an impact on the economy itself. However, the Fed is the wild card, right? Because everybody was concerned about interest rates being raised and then also the bond tapering because, you know, that's just economic stimulus for the economy. And now with Fed Chair Jerome Powell being concerned about jobs and seeing a number like this, it's highly likely that tapering is off the table, at least for now. So that's a, a positive, right? right. So traders are trying to figure out what the heck to do with this. Exactly. I'm looking at the Nasdaq here and very similar. I mean, first wild swings and now coming back off the lows because, yeah, um, <laughs> Uh, we talked about this earlier. So what it means when uh, there's this tapering disappears and maybe interest rates rising means that money could get more expensive and this will hurt growth stocks who are really dependent on money because they want to invest. So we're talking about the Nasdaq that is usually declining. But as you said, with this data right now, let's go back and uh, take another look at the data. So um, that's pretty much mixed data and especially yeah, that uh, not as many jobs were added as everybody thought. I mean, we know that uh, Fed Chair Powell is kind of on the cautious side and would love to keep this going. It wasn't him who suggested the tapering. It was other Fed members who put some pressure on him and said, you know what, we should start thinking about it. So True. I also believe that this jobs report is giving him some ammunition of saying, you know what, Maybe not yet. And, and this was the big deal because at, at this point, everybody was expecting that they are start doing it this year as early as December. And now it might be off the table. However, the meeting is September 21st and 22nd. A lot can happen between today and the Fed meeting, right? <laughs> true, true. But uh, this one, this one's a big deal. This and. Uh, and honestly, the unemployment rate and the uh, hourly increase with a number so low, such so off the mark, the unemployment rate and uh, average hourly increase, that that's not even an issue with this report right now. Yeah. The, the key focus is on non-farm payrolls. And we see how the Nasdaq is reacting. It's pulling off the high. So this is where traders probably think along the way that we just outlined that maybe this uh, tapering is off the table. Or at least uh, the, the voices are not as strong anymore where they say, well, we got to do this. <laughs> Anyhow. Yep. yep. Hey, I saw that gold is jumping on the news and, and Bitcoin also reacting uh, with the news. OK, so gold, yeah, jumping heavily to the upside. Uh, so, so why is this? Why is gold jumping? Well, with, uh, you know, again, it could be a little bit of that that concern with the economy. Right. Um, if there are some economic concerns, you know, there's that flight to safety. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how the how this is impacting the dollar, because if the dollar is falling, then gold has a tendency to go up and vice versa. Um, but I also saw because, you know, sometimes traders have said that Bitcoin is uh, an alternative to gold. Right. And we haven't always seen that. But it does look like Bitcoin was jumping after this news, too. So it looks like cryptos are moving higher. Yeah, Bitcoin, this is a five minute chart. So if you look at the daily chart, Bitcoin today again above 50,000. So that is pretty impressive uh, because if you look at the weekly chart and we see of what happened there, I mean, it was trading above 64,000, then has pulled back to below 30,000. Right now trading above 50,000 again. 
I'm pretty impressed by Ethereum. Look at this. I mean, it could be that Ethereum is taking out uh, its all-time highs sometime very, very soon. It seems to be much stronger than Bitcoin at this point. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what's happening there. Super, super interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean, you you just mentioned it, COVID cases. I, I looked it up here to, to see where do we stand uh, in terms of, uh, of the COVID cases. And as we can see, I mean, we are we are almost approaching levels uh, that we had earlier this year before all the vaccinations were rolling out. And, and the key question here is, does this affect the economy or yeah. have you learned to live with it? Right. And, and this is where traders are shrugging off because looking at this news, I mean, the, the market should actually react very strongly to it and, and go down. But it seems that traders are looking at this and saying, oh, you know what, we, we have had it now for over a year. It has been 18 months and we we learn to live with this and it is not impacting our economy as much as it used to uh, when we didn't know what the heck was happening. So and Marcus, here are two interesting things to throw in the pot. It's estimated that there are 10.5 million job openings out there. So it's not as though there is a a lack of jobs it, it's that people are not taking those jobs or, or those jobs are not attractive enough or because of covid and other concerns people don't want to take those jobs right? right and another number i saw is that remote workers in august represented 13.4 percent of oh. the jobs uh that were that were being you know, that were held 13 one three 13 13 oh. 13%. That's and super at low. At first I was thinking, well, I mean, I work remotely, right? I work from my my home, right? That's the beauty about trading and, and what we do. But I was thinking that seems so low with the pandemic because I know a lot of people have, are working from home, right? You call a call center, you get on the phone and you hear dogs barking and kids in the background. <laughs> and you know that so many people are working from home, but that's only 13% of the workforce. And you, you, you know, Thinking about it again, think of all the construction jobs. You can't work from home, right? Or the yeah. hospitality industry, hotels, airlines, like you can't work from home. And if uh, a lot of those job openings are in, you know, a physical location and people don't want to go, that's, uh, I, I find it interesting because jobs are out there. Jobs are out there. Yeah. Let's take a look at anyway. uh, some individual stocks because MicroStrategy, uh, I mean, they're jumping this morning. They're up uh, almost 3% in pre-market trading, which is not unusual because it continues to closely track movements in Bitcoin. Uh, they have more than $5 billion of Bitcoin on its balance sheet. So this is just massive. And therefore, uh, they're pretty much uh, follow, um, yeah, moving here in line with Bitcoin. Yep, yep. There were a couple of uh, earnings. Well, actually, since... Uh Let's take a look at Didi real quick. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that, what what news? I mean, come on, Harriet, <laughs> you tell us. So uh, the China uncertainty continues, but uh, in this case, it seems to be having a positive impact on uh, Didi Global, uh, up about five percent pre-market. Um, there is news that Beijing is considering taking a stake in the company and possibly bringing it under state control. I guess that traders are liking the idea, maybe uh, thinking that China will buy shares and, and drive it a little bit higher. But 
gosh, uh, the news out of uh, China just continues. It's to... crazy. I mean, this is why we keep saying stay away from Chinese stocks. I mean, now I'm a little bit surprised that they are jumping on the news because <laughs> the Chinese government said, well, you know what? We, we're thinking about taking a stake by and possibly bringing it under state control. That does not sound good at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. I also want to uh, bring up SPCE. Uh, talk about crazy stocks here. Um, so Virgin Galactic, Richards Branson's space company. Did you see what happened there? They were down yesterday 3%. This morning down in pre-market trading 1.6%. I didn't see the news on this. Okay. So the FAA grounded their spacecraft and said, okay, you can no longer fly this. And uh, here's the reason why. Because they actually were out of the designated airspace for a minute and 41 seconds. So they had their, their big flight on July 11th. And I mean, as you can imagine, when a spacecraft is launching into space here, and this is what it basically is, I mean, you have to stay on the designated path. You, you cannot just go wherever you want. There's a lot of airplanes in the sky, right? And so uh, apparently uh, that uh, the, the pilots were, able, were off course for a minute and 41 seconds. And that's a pretty big deal. And the FAA said, listen, we were not issuing these flight plans and these flight clearances for, for shits and giggles. I mean, you've got to stick to this. And we understand that you might deviate, but then you got to let us know and we work on Anyhow, so this is where he said, you guys are grounded. So this is why they're taking a hit here uh, right now. Anyhow, I missed that. Um, uh, we, we, we were almost running out of time, but there's one more stock that I want to look at. Uh, it's Walmart. Did, did you see what's happening with Walmart here? They're a little bit no. down. Because they said that they will bump its hourly wage by a dollar. And this might not seem a whole lot, but for Walmart, this means 565,000 employees are getting a dollar more. Now, uh, let's just calculate it. Let's just say these, uh, these 500, uh, because I want to bring up the calculator. This is so interesting to me. So $565,000 times, let's just say eight hours a day, times seven days a week. Holy cannoli. This will cost them, this will cost Walmart $31 million per week uh, times 52. There's there's too many zeros right now. You see this where it has this weird ease right now. I, I can no longer calculate it. But I think this is a huge big deal for Walmart. I mean, this is increasing their costs by uh, a lot. <laughs> a number with a lot of zeros here. Interesting. Well, all right. Do you have well, one, one more that is super I mean, interesting I, that we have to take a look at? There, there were a couple DocuSign. We could look at, I don't oh, yeah, know let's do how this. it's let's, moving. But because we have a trading DocuSign. DocuSign, they reported they had an earnings beat, seven cents, uh, better revenue. Also raised full year guidance for revenue, subscription revenue, and billings. Um, I thought they were up a little bit more than 1%, but... Uh, they were, you know, earnings season is, is basically over, but we are getting a couple of uh, companies trickling in yeah. and uh, they were on my radar. Anyhow. All right. Cool. Well, <laughs> we have to do the jump into our dev team meeting where we talk about the latest changes of the PowerX Optimizer. Hey, if yeah. you like this update, uh, click on like and uh, we have a few videos popping up that show you exactly how we trade these crazy markets. And today will be a fun day to trade. So take a look at these videos. And we'll see you in the next one. By the way, Monday, the markets are closed. Happy Labor Day. <laughs> happy Labor Day and happy trading. Take care, everybody.